Hey guys, welcome to the Briar Systems Podcast, now the Own Your Keys Podcast. I'm here with Mr. Texas Hoddle <laughs> from Texas, spokesperson for countless projects in Web3. You guys have been around, he's very knowledgeable, and I look forward to talking to him today and finding out what's going on. Texas, welcome, man. Well, Briar, th- thank you for having me on your show, and you are as knowledgeable if not more knowledgeable about the nft and political scene so i'm very happy to have this conversation and share what i know with your listeners and uh maybe maybe extend this uh uh, to multiple multiple conversations because you know you've been blast to to in the uh the x spaces and discord and all these other mediums so thanks for having me Absolutely, man. And you've been around since the very early days. Uh, big spokesperson, uh, advocate for the NFT space and kind of like a dreamer, like the rest of us of how this technology could be implemented to cut out the hassles of corruption, bureaucracy, um, concealment, confinement in the name of privacy, all that corrupt. I mean, I originally wanted wanted cryptocurrency to bet on sport games without really anyone knowing. And the, the combination of, you know, decentralized finance, not on like I'm not sending dollar bills to Las Vegas, rather I'm sending Bitcoin. And if I might I make the right guesses, then I win Bitcoin back. And if I make the wrong guesses, I lose, you know my my grocery money but that that's really where it started in 2017 and then when i really started to to learn how you can earn more bitcoin just by doing mining you know that really excited me like i i don't mind now but like that's really like doing a task and earning some crypto like that's how like uh you know really what the eth guy did so writing yeah. article and such well right now there you know any kind of royalties that come out of crypt, uh, cryptocurrency in america they want to tax out like 40 percent some type of luxury tax and with the possibility of the government pressing charges for transferring securities without like a broker's license or, you know the, the retail guys basically get screwed is, is what it is and Meanwhile, the ecosystem just goes on without permission, evolving, developing, mostly offshore, but developing nonetheless. And, you know, I just feel like I'd be so much more upset at the government if I didn't partake. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, in in a sense, my Web3 journey started in – 2017 when i purchased a crypto bot uh to play rock paper scissor against other people to try to win like 10 to 15 dollars worth of gas and then at the end of a week a hundred dollars and you know now today's the second year of chronos uh i've had nfts really since the big bull run of you know november of 2021 and everything in between um but I guess I'm really here today to talk about uh, NFT scan and uh, what they are, who they are, and uh, 
why I, I like them so much. So NFT Scan is a project based out of Hong Kong, uh, launching in April of 2021, and it is one of the very largest NFT data infrastructures with their mission to develop NFT data infrastructure for anyone, be it a business, a trader, or just a collector. And they offer API, which will be able to help you make better informed decisions. And they actually, they sell some of this API service to projects and that's how they become sustainable. Uh, NFT scan was awarded a Kronos accelerator grant and has some really cool things in the works that I just can't talk about right now, but I'm excited and I'm excited for my friends who are, you know, sometimes listening to me, um, with regards to digital collectibles in the Web3 environment. So, so let's start with accelerators. What, what is the main purpose of an accelerator going towards projects building on Web3? Well, the main idea from the Kronos, this is exactly per, I'm going to go straight from their mouth because I don't want to mess this up. I, I have my own opinion of what it should be. But um, Kronos Chain and the Accelerator Program offers workshops and mentorships. Um, they have $100 million towards these projects. Um, they have done four cohorts. And some of the big projects like Ibisus Bay and Bubble Map, Corgi AI – uh, NFT scan, they, they get, um, advisory support. They get money. They get, um, support from Google and Amazon and they do take part of the, the money. It's a venture capitalist type, type system in my opinion. And, um, I, I, I think that we're very lucky to have this, uh, on our chain backed by Crypto.com in a sense. So what is the main purpose of an NFT scan? NFT scan will allow you to see uh, in different ways your activity. It will allow you to see it in graphs and charts. Uh, it, it allows you to pull it into an Excel chart. Um, you can see live minting. You can see transactions for an NFT. You can see uh, your realized loss, your potential gains. Uh, if I go to my NFT portfolio, I can see that it's I have five different chains of NFTs. Uh, from Kronos to Polygon to Ethereum to ones that I barely even know that are just kind of tokens for events. Um, and it supports 19 different chains. It supports over a, a billion different NFTs and it allows you to see your historic NFT value. So at like, the bull market of 2021 to right now, you could see um, your NFT value. 
And it's also interesting because you can see what is minting live right now. If you click on, if you look at the Discover tab, you can see the top 24 hour trends. You can see what's trading and you can see who's trading to who in a, in a way that is, uh, not so tedious to look at like the ether scan or the Kronos scan. So in a way, this could be a preventative measure against wash trading. You could definitely use it to see if something very suspicious is, is about. And uh, that is a very good reason to utilize NFT scan. Um, like I can see uh, one of my favorite projects, the Ryoshi Heroes, there's 276 holders holding 924 items. And so that means that they're averaging about, you know, 3.2 NFTs per wallet, which is fairly healthy. But if you look at some of these other projects, you can see, you know, there's 65 holders holding 8,000 NFTs and they hold like 55 NFTs a piece. And that's a very unhealthy looking number. Um, all speculative, but um, it is interesting to see. Yeah, and for people who don't know, that's how people would jack up the price uh, on a T project to make it look like it something that's really not, such as a healthy, healthy project that's going to potentially be a good investment. So these are all right. fantastic developing tools. Now, does it utilize AI or is it just like a bot mechanism or is it just plugged into an API? It's it's plugged in through multiple APIs per chain. So I can't wait until you could just get an AI bot that'll just <laughs> go up and down the chain for you every single day. Isn't that how bots work? You said you had a rock, paper, scissor bot. Um, it was a game where you would, you would, uh, queue up against someone in a, in a, um, in a, in a lobby and you would put up your ETH gas and they would put up the, your ETH gas and it was just literally like a Pokemon battle, but it was rock, paper, scissor. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome for 2017. Like that, the, the, the game fi arena is, is ever changing. And, uh, we're going to have to see one of these open world games like Red Dead Redemption or Fallout where your, your work is accumulative and you can sell your work and your efforts and your time spent in the game to uh to benefit yourself and then when you have unique items and unique drops and you can start trading these things uh that will entice people furthermore absolutely and that'll also entice the technology to be developed even to a next generation level and that next generation level I believe will be built on web three. We're still a ways away from that though. I think we need even bigger institutions than currently are just sniffing it like, you know, Starbucks and, uh, I don't know whom, who else would you say is a very major corporation. I'm thinking we're going to need like, uh, 
um, you know, a, a state to decide we're going to vote on blockchain. And with election just being yesterday, I, I'm, I'm so excited for the soul bound one of one NFTs that are given to people upon birth. And that starts to be your permanent record. Uh, be, you know, your third grade reading scores, your fifth grade where you beat up some kid and it's all on your permanent blockchain record. I hope for accountability and that right there is the great equalizer that, you know, your actions have consequences. And if you don't want your blockchain permanent record to have these marks, you need to, you know, stop being a delinquent. And that's just what I hope happens. And I hope that on the converse side, we start to incentivize people for doing the right thing and being good people with future token. Like here is your college coin. When you have 10,000 college coin, you can have your first semester at these institutions who are accepting college coin. And thank you for attending and showing up and, and, and being present when present instead of being a little ass and, you know, on your phone with your hoodie and your AirPods, you know, we have to incentivize people to do something or they're just going to be blobs. No one wants to work. You think the incentive is like dollars, but it needs to be more than that. You need to gamify things. Yeah. I mean, I know Bill Gates tried that years ago and I'm pretty sure he got crucified for it. He was one of the first people to try that where if you purchase an Xbox 360 and accomplish certain feats or um, achievements in games, remember they started having achievements? Or you unlock this achievement. Oh, it's this, such a big deal. I mean, even that sound, it resonates with people. Yeah. They, well, they used to give them Microsoft coins, and you could utilize these Microsoft coins to buy games or this or that, and one day they just disappeared out of my account out of my life it was just gone i was like what and then i got the red ring of death <laughs> so i picture the sec went after that after microsoft but it was just a lot quieter than the way that they went after facebook and libra uh yeah they probably just settled out of court because they were like we don't like this you gotta stop or else yeah. we're gonna make it a big deal and I mean, the technology, like computers, uh, operating systems, that, that's a big old fight. And, um, you know, you gotta stay, you gotta stay liquid if you're gonna keep fighting against, uh, everyone. Samsung with their operating system, Apple with their operating system. Uh, you know, when, when Google Cloud tools came about, I, I still love the functionality of Excel, but like shit, Sheets is, is pretty damn, pretty damn cool being cloud based, never having to lose anything, being able to work on it collaboratively. Uh, yes, you can do that with Microsoft One Team, but it's not the same as Google. Yeah, it's, uh, it's getting 
pretty technical the way that things are are occurring. Google seems to be fighting the search engine optimization for all things cryptocurrency until they have a market share of this technology and a higher yield understanding. And they've recently came out with a seed phrase just to access your Microsoft. I think it was a Microsoft or yeah. Microsoft came out with something of a seed phrase to reboot your profile if you lost it. And I looked at it, I was like, this is a joke, right? Well, Apple just recently um, started the legacy account. So when I've had my Apple ID account since 2009, and on this Apple ID account, my first purchase was the stupid YouTube album because that was everyone's first purchase, right? Wait, what was the YouTube I, album? It, the YouTube album. It was a free download when you downloaded Apple ID. Maybe you're too young for this. Maybe. Remember so iTunes, YouTube remember album. when iTunes... U2, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you meant YouTube. No, you yes. too. Yes, YouTube. I do remember yeah, the so playlist against my will. Yes, everyone got that. And you're going to look at people who weren't here early for Apple ID, and they won't have that CD. And we'll know they aren't an original Apple ID or Apple iTunes OG. Just like with Crypto.com, you have the uh, blockchain Satoshi message, and you know someone's been around if they have that. Um, but if you download a bunch of iTunes movies, and you download a bunch of iTunes songs, and you've downloaded apps that cost money, when you pass on, you can give all that virtual content to someone else. In a legacy, the next step is for you to be able to resell it. Now, I think Apple should do this immediately. So, if I have, if I purchased the Weezer Blue album and I purchased it in 2010 and I paid 20 bucks for it, you know, because I bought, you know, the blue and the green and the Pinkerton and all these albums together and I want to sell it, Apple should be saying, Go on, young man. Go on. Sell, resell your music. And they should say, well, we're the Apple ID marketplace. I'm going to take 10, 10.5%. And the, the original artist is going to get another 10.5%. And, and Apple, Apple iTunes now becomes this place where you can buy and sell music. And if you want to say that these songs and, have a shelf life we're only going to sell them for the for two years and then you you're going to have to buy them off secondary that would be fantastic to have you know real solidified digital rights because as things are progressing that whole concept of you will own nothing and be happy uh, i i kind of miss and reminisce about the time when i throw a cd on and i physically owned it as opposed to oh, yeah. being a digital property. And these uh -huh. companies, corporations, tried to take serious advantage of that. When uh, Google Play first came out and you bought a whole bunch of songs, I remember if I got a new phone, 
and I'd upload it to a, a new phone. They tried to make me repurchase the music. So many people complained that, you know, then they'd have to start bookmarking all of the songs that you purchased and they just thought that they could get away with that. So every time you got a new phone, you'd have to get new music. Um, there was a time and a place for that situation also. Uh, Apple completely dominated the music industry throughout the 2000s because of that very situation. So they dominated because of, of the iTunes and they dominated because of the, uh, the, I, uh, the, I, uh, the, um, everyone had them. I've, 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 iPod, the little MP3 player. Yep. Now, now no one has one of those. Uh, I have my my original. I but the uh, they don't they don't have. Um, uh, you can't interact with it anymore. They stopped supporting it, which is I think a crime against humanity when they stop supporting their own tech. Yeah, uh, that's it's a little sad. I mean. My first iPod was like Nano. It fit mm-hmm. a couple hundred songs yeah, on it. And Nano, the, it was great. The best part about it is you could import any kind of digital music asset from like BitTorrent, from LimeWire, from Napster, any kind of audio file that you had. You could just take that and drop it into Apple Library, and it would solidify, and you could use utilize it on the tech. And you could do that uh, on other platforms also. Like I think the Zoom. Was was that Sony? I don't know if it was Sony or Samsung, but that was kind of like Android back in the day. What would now has developed into Android, and you could utilize those files for that, but they didn't come out too well. For some reason, everything worked perfect in Apple. All of my LimeWire playlist was in my Apple playlist also, and one day I woke up and LimeWire was gone. And every song from LimeWire, my Apple playlist was gone. Also, <laughs> I was so mad. But you know, me. speaking of LimeWire, they uh, they recently had a token, and they they went for a little bit. Now you don't really see them or hear them, but um, they they were supposed to be like competing with uh, YouTube and. And X about um, cr- content creation and getting paid in LimeWire token. I I don't use it. I don't know if you've looked at it at all. I did. Uh, I was kind of supporting it when they launched because it's anything. They were like one of the first decentralized file sharing exchanges. Um, even right. though it was used for super negative things, like of course there's the dark side where there's like pedophilia on there there were bootleg movies on there and like anytime you see the congressman or the senators up there fighting, I, I heard that i heard that they were i heard that they were secretly selling cookie recipes as well you know Ooh. all sorts of nasty stuff yeah peanut butter secret recipes that's horrible yeah like the uh, mcdonald's chicken nugget but yeah recipe. I, I I think the the LimeWire was a nice idea, but it didn't really um, actualize. But uh, going back to the NFT scan real quick, because um, I pulled up some of the stuff I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, I'm able to look at my realized gains and the realized gain percentage 
of any project I've ever held. And I can see, you know, when I purchased um, my Kronos Chimps that I flipped them at the right time. And I got back in at another good time. And it will also show my, my trade distribution from my very first NFT purchase all the way to my l just last NFT purchase. And then everything in between over the last two and a half years. Uh, and that right there is incredible data. I can see exactly. How much gas I've spent on Kronos? Spent two thousand crow worth of gas in two and a half years. So like a little under a thousand crow a year in gas, which is not bad at only two hundred dollars. When I go look at my ETH gas spent over three and a half years is 0.5 ETH, which is a little less than a thousand dollars. It's kind of scary to think I've spent a thousand dollars in gas to just move stuff around the blockchain. Yeah, that was one of the first experiences that I had. One of the reasons why I came to Kronos was uh, there was no information, and and everybody in the Kronos community, right as it was starting up, was so openly free with their information, whether on Twitter or Discord rooms. They would help you if you ask them, and I was like, look. You know, I'll, I'll drop $200. My first Kronos NFT was a Crow Skull because I, I held back. I, I thought it was like a huge mm -hmm. scan that nothing would ever happen. Well, I flipped that $200 NFT for like $800 or something like that six months later. So, and that was when Kronos went down. So I thought I'd never get my money back, but I sold it at a healthy profit. And yeah. A lot of people made money off that. I mean, it's, it's incredible, um, what some of the people did just holding and selling later. Uh, I mean, the reality of the situation is, uh, the most profits that you make is just setting it and forgetting it. People are looking for a quick buck to try to make a little bit of money. They might have heard news articles of the, you know, six billion dollar trade, like the largest financial trade ever made was Shiba Inu, right? And some guy bought eight grand worth of this stuff <laughs> on Sushi Swap or something like that. And next thing you know, uh, a year and a half later, it, it was the new craze. But, um, you know, it's, it's important to ask people to ask information. There's a lot of dead ends. There's a lot of lacking information. And NFT scan is definitely one of the tools that will help people understand better and guide them through reading blockchain technology. So, you know, I'm grateful that I know somebody who's representing a company that's adding value to the chain in education because that's what Own Your Keys is all about, is trying to help people understand so they don't go through the hardships that I went through trying to learn. So um, as of October 20th, NFT Scans has served over 1,000 Web3 projects and has had 5,000 registered developers. Um, and not a single major calamity. You know, you would – we would know, uh, but it – 
it hasn't happened. It serves. Um, let me let me give you some of the chains they serve. Um, pull it up. And I I remember early when I was uh, just suggesting NFT scan and not uh, an ambassador for them. I was uh, being ridiculed about you know selling it so hard. But they they service Ethereum, BNB, Polygon. Um, they service Base, Scroll, Avalanche, Moonbeam, Phantom, and the best of all, the, the Kronos EVM. And they really like the EVMs, but they also do the uh, the Ordinals too. Oh wow! And yeah, they 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 do. And um, so, for people listening, Ordinals is like a bit chain. Now, is that is that on the Lightning Network? Uh, that's right. I'm trying to pull up their their blurb about that, but I'm I started looking at this whale wallet because even I'm learning more about NFT scan every day, and I I, I accidentally looked up the the top wallets on ETH and. This guy has $29 million worth of NFTs, and I'm just, like, looking at his collection. It's like, this is just, like, it's ridiculous. Everything you'd ever want. It's like a museum. That's pretty awesome. It is. So, okay, the 24-hour top trending when it comes to ETH, you got these silly Springfield punks. You know, just recently, uh, NFTs were featured on the Treehouse of Horrors. You have a Springfield Punks of Treehouse of Horrors. These are not affiliated with The Simpsons, but it's it's interesting to see how uh, you can see what's trending so easily on on NFT scan. Now, if you look at what's trending on Kronos. You have uh, the Inventor Apes, the Cows, the Noodle Clubs, Mega Kongs, and the Ryoshi Tail playing cards. And you can see what's minting right now. And what's minting right now is the Ryoshi Resources, the Atlantis Equipment, Gemstones from Atlantis, and Starway City Boxes. Now, I've never heard of the Starway City Boxes but I can see that where the contract's deployed, I can see that there's 52 owners and 815 items. I've never heard of this project before, but they um, they they have access to a social, so I can investigate this. And you know, everyone would benefit from being on Twitter and listening to podcasts like. Uh, Briars and going to discords, but some people just don't do that, be it language barrier or not comfortable or introverts or maybe not even really wanting a big group of people to get in there. Um, but sometimes I'll sneak an NFT from these guys that are just live minting and, and just join a community because it's not that expensive on Kronos. And then after the fact, you know, just go in there for shits and, and say, hey, I'm a Hunter Z. 
tell me about these bounty hunters. Tell me about the crow hogs. Uh, you know, as I throw in a shameless plug for a project, I have no idea what I'm talking about. And then the other thing that is very critical is to know where marketplaces and how, how much sales and volume are happening. So you can, um, know, like, am I going to buy a fortune token? Am I going to buy that other token? You know, if, or, is is my Ryoshi hero going to be worth something? Where like I can see on the one day, you know, uh, Ibisu's Bay has doubled the the volume of minted, has five uh, x the number of sales. So that price per sale for that other marketplace is higher, but Ibisu's has almost a thousand or almost eight hundred more sales. It's and then you can see like the only one, the only third person is Corgi Studios with you know two sale or th no actually thirty six sales at a dollar a piece. That's interesting. So they're the dollar store. Damn. So it's yeah, but you can spit out those those data pieces just so um, just by looking at the scan. Yeah. Well, shout out to Schwiz over at Abusus because. He came onto the podcast and started talking about the coin that is dropping, the game that is dropping, that was going to be an RTS. Pretty sure this is the f first place that he announced it. And, uh, you know, he's successful. He's got it pretty intricate going right now, and hopefully it's working out to the best of his ability. He also, yeah, um, I'm a big fan of Ibisu Bay, and I, I also do some uh, ambassadorship with them because why not? Absolutely. He also has like his own RPC too, which we have listed on ownyourkeys.com to help onboard people through MetaMask if they don't want to do a crypto.com DeFi wallet. $65 million in volume, um, almost or more than 600,000 sales with 22,000 wallets over the lifetime of Kronos. Dude, that's crazy. $65 million worth of volume. Not versus, that's not profit for Abusus. That's if that's I sell an NFT to you, that's the volume. And that's yeah. important to know because they need your money. And that's why they have some of the very best projects on uh, Kronos. And the money that, you know, Abusus Bay uses from Mint's that of their own projects goes into the game fi experience of Ryoshi Tales and I I'm thoroughly enjoying the simplicity of delegating troops coming in and logging in for XP and the upcoming uh, heroes and the uh, the land that we've seen uh I I have I have high hopes that the Ryoshi Heroes is the project of 2023, minting in November, but that's that's my hope. That's my feel, you know. So have you played uh, the Ryoshi game much? Um, I I log in daily, 
and I delegate my troops to a project that I hold a significant amount of their NFTs and then they um, they play the game for me, which is really a simple like we're going to attack you. We're trying to conquer this piece of land. So we earn more points for our NFT project when listed to earn tokens. So um, there's like, uh, I want to say 18 different points on the map. And the project that that has the most troops at the end of the, the week uh, earns those points. So like the sea shrine is worth 10 points. So whomever captures that location will get those points. And then when you go look at rewards, certain projects earn more points because of how that project did within that week. And then when you list your NFT, you'll earn those points, which translates in a formula to fortune tokens that you can either stake or turn into crow or use to purchase more NFTs. That's the reason Fortune is doing so well, in my opinion, is not only is it stakeable in LPs, is not only is it a token that can be traded for Crow as a reward token, you can use that thing to purchase NFTs. And you can use that NFT, that token to mint NFTs. Yes, MAD, Another token on the Kronos chain is is doing that same thing with the BC Bay, and that's why I see an uptick in in the Mad token as well. Well, that all transfers back to how much trust has been put in Shui's and Abisus. I mean, that organization has gone above and beyond to try to protect people's bags and to, you know, exclude exploitive contracts that were floating around. Kronos in the beginning, and he, I mean he can't save everyone, but no, while, he he did us a save. solid with the 3D slothies. Oh, he right. really did. If you remember there from the beginning, like mm-hmm. that refund was not necessary. Um, but he didn't have. To I'm make glad he did that one. Stuff. He he did make things. He did the one, and, and then he said, thing. "We're all we're that was the one," you know. We're not going to do that again. If you buy, beware, because that's the way it is. Uh, it, the analogy that a guy used in a Twitter space today is like, uh, you go to a restaurant and the restaurant sucks. You're not going to go to the farmer who grew the corn and say, hey, uh, you owe me the money because the restaurant can't cook your corn. You know, it's like, no, that's not how this shit works. Absolutely. And there's some so much of that going on and now that it's the bear market people are even more aware i mean the fact that people are trying to scam others on the blockchain like where do you think they have the confidence to think that they could off ramp that money into something in their life without them getting caught it's like you just gave not the SEC, but probably the FBI financial crimes unit. I mean, five years worth of work. Like they're going to get to that. <laughs> like there's no statute of limitations on this because there's no guidelines on it just yet. Aside from, I mean, P- 
people creating Ponzi schemes. You know, I don't know. They're not going to be able to hide from it. Oh, yeah, it's wire fraud. And that's why I've always been very concerned about uh, making sure when I look at a project's terms and agreements uh, that I'm not trading or utilizing something that's not in my jurisdiction that I'm not allowed to do by using a VPN because uh, in the um, in the short end, you know, we don't want to go to jail over any of this. No. I mean, but the technology is amazing, has fantastic potential, but the people who are getting into it are just getting into it out of sheer greed. I understand, but the fact that they think that they're going to get away with it is what's the funniest part. So. There was a, uh, they, had, they had a scam for the OpenSea Pro when OpenSea mm-hmm. purchased gem.xyz and they deployed to anybody who had utilized gem.xyz the OpenSea Pro gems. And I got a whole bunch of those. And then I got hit up. Somebody contacted me through Twitter and said that I got chosen for a reward. And they had a bunch of bots following the account and they kind of looked legit. So I followed them into it, clicked on the link, and they drained one of the gems from one of my wallets. But Mm. I was able to follow that contract (laughs) all the way back to, uh, uh, what was it? Not medium. They had uh, a GitHub where they deployed their contract to experiment it with it to drain wallets. And that GitHub was connected to a VPN that <laughs> but it's still they still had their IP address attached to it. Like you can't hide from GitHub. You tried to deploy like a half ass jack system on GitHub. <laughs> Like, you, dude, you're wow. going to get caught. So, I mean, he didn't just get me. He got a lot of people. He probably had 100 gems in there uh, at .05. And this is in the first 24 hours of them deploying those gems. So, I mean, he was far over the felony number, like where cyber crimes is going to get his ass. It's probably a kid living in his mom's basement. And then, like, they put a lien against the parents' house, like in, what was it, that Hackers movie, Crash and Burn? Mm. I don't know. That's just a, a little bit of a funny story. But, you know, I'm grateful for things like NFT scan, the blockchain, that I'm able to track certain things. Yeah, there's other tools uh, that I won't be mentioning here today, uh, but from what I've looked at, and what I've used, NFT scan is by far my favorite. And I'm so excited to come back on here once I have permission to share what's coming next with NFT scan. Uh, I think it's going to be really uh, unique and something that people are going to gravitate towards. Um, let me let me look exactly what I'm allowed to say. I'm gonna be very tiptoeish about this. Um, just recently joined the team, almost 
uh, two weeks ago, but most of the team is in, in Hong Kong, in China. And I'm, I'm able to be like one of the big U.S. reps and it has, um, it has been really cool to see all the stuff they do. They're a very smart group. I'm, I'm just like, you know, this guy in the corner who's like trying to soak it all in. And, uh, I mean, they are, uh, looking for, a potential $50 million thing over the next 10 years with, um, their revenue scale of their business expansion plan. And I'm, I'm just happy to be part of it. And that's all I'm going to say. Absolutely. So do they charge the scam to per scam? Like how do they make revenue? Okay, cool. Uh, that's a great question. Um, and that was actually one of the very first questions I asked them to try to understand, uh, how this will survive because right now, uh, I just use NFT scan as a free NFT portfolio, NFT management, NFT five multi chain activity analytics and ranking without, um, paying a penny, which is amazing. Um, but no, they do offer API s- services, um, and it's trust, it's been used by Binance NFT, Coin Market Cap, uh, Halo Wallet, Mask, Base, um, and you're, you're, um, you're paying, paying them per, per um, million units of they call it a uh, compute units. So they price their compute units, uh, $19 for 1 million units. And the API is, is, uh, looking at the volume of your, um, compute units, um, across their, their, their platform. That's pretty interesting business strategy. Mm hmm. So where do you see Kronos in the next five years? Um, merging with ETH. That would be my, like, if, like, ETH and Kronos, like, it's almost simultaneously where you can't even tell the difference between the, the, the two of them where they've now, interlaced each other um, fortified each other and they're not really competing against each other but offering things that both do well and um, the both those communities are are interlaced that's what I would love to see um, that'd be more more wild I don't necessarily see that but definitely still around. Oh, absolutely. Which is, is, I mean, you know, n- nothing is absolute. I mean, like, uh, any, anything can, could fall off. Um, I mean, we all thought FTX was here forever too. I, I, from based on 
the bull market, the Super Bowl of 2022. We, I, I thought, you know, these guys are going to be around for a while. Um, honestly, I'm glad they're not. So, well, no, the not, I'm not glad. For a cryptocurrency I'm, is especially one that has layer two capabilities that it could just sit there and other people are investing in it. Like they don't have to do anything with it aside from, I mean, they're not advertising, right? You don't see Kronos running around advertising except maybe at conventions. They're not purchasing airtime, commercials, influencers, YouTube ads. Crypto.com did at the beginning, but not Kronos itself as an entity. Right. So and the word is the validation and the worth and the ecosystem is creating and the following and the services that they offer. I like to think with VBS Finance having 123 million total volume locked, Tectonic having 127 million total volume locked, uh, Vino Finance having $9 million locked, uh, Faro Protocol with $28 million locked, that, and then, um, Beefy Finance. Beefy Finance has 154 million f- f- total volume locked, and Single Finance has 2.2. Like having all these finance and yield producers that that can keep their stuff together and not fall off the map and not rug whole community. That is what um, I hope to see still going. Well, wow, that's awesome that. The- they can provide that kind of, uh, what do they like, call it? Um, not liquidity, but capitalist, um, capitalization. Mm-hmm. And it's not just with, with DEXs. You can look at the, uh, at the gaming aspect. You can see that, you know, 2,700 people are playing Ibisu's a uh, Ryoshi game and you know 500 people are playing Marble Burst. Um, we got 140 people who are you know really into the Argonauts game and 119 unique wallets looking at uh, DG pals. It's it's really cool to see um, what's going on and who's doing what and knowing that it's not just uh, 15 you know, 15 people with 15 cell phones each, um, you know, trying to, to make it look like a lot of people are doing it. Well, you know, I'm excited for the future and I'm glad that there's people like you who are knowledgeable and what's happening day to day. It's hard to keep up with so many things. So it's good that people are core focused on the things that are matter that matter right now. Um, so um, I'm going to leave your listeners with um, a suggestion to go visit, you know, discoverchronos.org to find out more about Chronos, the, the chain. You can see what's trending, what's the hottest DeFi projects, what's the nice Web3 project, what's our popular GameFi um, it gives you opportunities to look at tools to help uh, fix uh, J- JSON RPC errors, 
you can see good in, in analytics with bubble map. You can see uh, no code performance tools with Grindery. Uh, you can see bridging tools through Kronos Bridge. And most importantly, go take a look at my NFT scan because NFT scan will help you find something that you probably forgot about. No doubt. You know, if people, if people reset their wallets or they sent them to a new phone and didn't re-import RPCs, you could be sitting on stuff that you have no clue that you have. That's why some of these scan technologies are fantastic because they'll read them without an RPC also, right? Yes. Now, on the the warrant, the cautionary side, if you have something that you're not aware of through NFT scan and you're not sure what it does, you know, ask ask your circle and don't necessarily think that you do have something that holds value because what these people will do is they'll give you an NFT with a fake floor price. And as you try to sell it, you think you just were airdropped, you know, a certain amount of soul. And then all of a sudden, now that you're interacting with this thing, it's going to hurt you. So, you know, if you have something for free that you don't know about double Check with your circle and don't don't sign away your money. Absolutely. Uh, it also pays to check out revoke.cash to see if there's any unwarranted permissions that are associated with your wallet. Uh, most exploits take place during uh, permission signing through smart contracts that you might not even realize were in the back end. So there's very little projects that should have limitless, unlimited permissions to your wallet. If you see that, it's worth spending a couple ETH to get rid of, or a couple crow. Uh, again, that's revoke.eth.cash. And if anyone says something's incredibly time sensitive to do, that is a flag because you don't want to be rushed when you're doing web three things because uh, if you don't have, if you click too quick and you sign away something that you're not supposed to and you don't um, know what you're doing, you can, you can get washed away. Absolutely. I'll definitely back that up a hundred percent. But Texas, thank you much, very much for coming on here. I look forward to seeing you in spaces. You know, and, uh, absolutely. And as soon as I can, I can uh, lay out the 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 alpha from the NFT scan about what exactly I was tiptoeing around. I will. Um, I I know what Kronos Accelerator projects take to get in, and uh, this ability to leverage nfts api further to bigger better projects will you know ultimately um it will ultimately help people who are on the ground floor so that 